Hello everybody, Tom Siegert here. Welcome to the second episode in the third season of my podcast, Theology 21st Century, offering the religious outsider alternatives and practical understandings of God's relationship with us. Due to a scheduling conflict, my anticipated guest will appear in another episode. In this episode, I will talk about the end of the age of liberalism. As with each week's topic, I offer the apology that in this format the subject cannot be exhaustive. Your experiences and thoughts will be a welcome addition to the podcast. Please post them as comments and I will get back to you. Let's begin. The 19th century German philosopher Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel advanced a concept of dialectics. Put simply, it explains the evolution of history the documentation of human beings advancing toward God through time. Hegel was building on Friedrich Schleiermacher's previous work. Essentially, Hegel was introducing the method by which Western eras advanced, how the age of deism gave way to the age of reason, that gave way to the age of enlightenment, that gave way to the age of liberalism in which we live today. According to Hegel, an age begins with a philosophical thesis. In time, a countercultural argument, an antithesis or antithesis, evolves that challenges the thesis upon which the age has endured. There is then a clashing of ideas and the failure of the thesis to endure the struggle of new ideas. Over time and philosophical evolution, the thesis no longer holds sway over advancing minds given the challenges of the antithesis. However, the antithesis proves less resilient than the thesis. What comes from the clash of ideas is a synthesis upon which is built the New Age. The New Age brings about a new philosophical movement and new advancements in civilization, thinking, and history. This new movement is a synthesis of the clash between the thesis and antithesis. It is my contention that clearly over 40% of American society is waging a countercultural attack on the prevailing thesis of the age of liberalism. Benchmarks of the burgeoning end of this age are the rise of the Tea Party and Christian nationalism. Both encourage the distrust of presented facts and of public media to be objective in relating facts. The preference of adherence of these movements is to rely on what one wants to believe even when facts are presented to contradict those beliefs. There is a reduction of the preference for the rule of law in the face of charisma. There is an acceptance and a reversion of the principle of the end justifies the means and an overall contempt of competence, professionalism, credentials, and intellectualism in governance and leadership. Therefore, I submit that we are in a time of transformation from the age of modern liberalism to a new age. What will that be? I have no idea. What can we do about it? Hold tight to our faith. 
that we will advance in God's wisdom. We can trust that human wisdom is folly. The age of liberalism has seen its day, and a new day is on the horizon. The best and brightest of our age have not given us more to expect from the future than anyone from ages past. We continue to toxify our resources of water, air, and land. We continue to deplete our ozone layer. We are no closer to the end of eternal war than we have ever been. Poverty, hunger, disease, and human suffering is no closer to a solution. Do not fear the next age. It can't get any worse. The transition through the antithesis, though, will not be pleasant. In his book, Methodism at Risk, Leon Howell maps out the 50-year plan that began with the defeat of Barry Goldwater by Lyndon Johnson. The plan was a result of a Rand Corporation study commissioned by conservatives to alter the liberalism influencing Americans' politics. It's an interesting read. I recommend to anyone who can get it. Many of us who followed the plan believed that President George W. Bush, in collaboration with Dick Cheney, Karl Rove, and Paul Wolfowitz, was the culmination of the plan. The Wolfowitz Doctrine was an outline of the international policy that was the inevitable outcome of the conservative plan. The outcome of that Bush administration was far less impressive than us liberalists presumed. That was only because the rise of the Bush years was not the culmination of the plan. Donald J. Trump's years are the culmination. And the age of liberalism is meeting its antithesis. The age of liberalism's first antithesis conflict is with Christian nationalism. In his October 8th article confronting the perils of Christian nationalism in the Providence Journal, Reverend Jamie P. Washam defines Christian nationalism best when he says, It is a cultural framework that merges civic identity with a narrow interpretation of Christianity in a way that distorts both the Christian faith and America's constitutional democracy to the detriment of both. Christian nationalism evidences the hypocrisy of conservative Christian, long-held, vilifying efforts for adulterers, fornicators, liars, deviants, corruptors, thieves, idolaters, and the godless. Their poster child is Donald J. Trump, who has exhibited these traits proudly and publicly. By doing so, he has caused, by affiliation, the church to lose its integrity, authority, and legitimacy. As these Christian nationalists proudly proclaim fake news at any reports that offer fact checks to the lies offered in public discourse, devolve any civility in public discourse to boorishness, abuse and threaten competent experts who offer facts during our pandemic, defame our courts and enforcement and intelligence agencies, the integrity of our democratic process, challenge the Constitution and Bill of Rights for their limited benefit, delegitimize the institution of the Christian Church in America, reverse the separation of church and state, and insist in the public school teachings of cultic theories instead of science, 
They seek to ungird the foundations of the theses of our age and unleash chaos and harness order. To any adherent, student, or philosopher of 20th century liberalism, these folks are anathema to Christian faith, American values, and decency. Their thought processes are as alien to us as something that oozed out of Area 51. That is not to say they are wrong. They are simply wrong to any child of 20th century enlightenment. The antithesis of who we are. I'm sure there's a lot I could say better, expand upon, or offer background on. If there is, let me know about it. I'm open to your thoughts. Thank you for listening in today. I hope you send me your thoughts on today's topic. If you like these podcasts, please leave a rating, a like, or a review, and subscribe to them so they can come to you. My blog site will have supporting documentation, if not a transcript. If you're interested, please check that site. It is www.searching-for-god.com. Look for next week's podcast due out on Sunday, November 1st. May God continue to bless and keep you. Stay safe.